1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard The dust slowly begins to settle on Celtic's trip to Dubai With another big game looming Rangers dismiss links to Coventry midfielder Gustavo Hamer And no real complaints from David Martindale or Derek McInnes After Livingston Aberdeen was postponed at the very last minute I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Gordon, Scottish football is never slow to feed us a story uh, Make us laugh Aberdeen and Livy Game called off in an all-weather pitch due to the weather. No story yet in Kelly and St Mirren. Been put back to, I believe, 6 o'clock tonight. We thought we might have had some answers for that. And the Dubai debacle may carry on tonight. It's great to be back in a Thursday night with us and hopefully we'll chat about other things apart from that. Good intro, Mark. Uh, I took a bit of criticism last week for the intro and I spoke about the weather, Gordon, which played a big part over Saturday and obviously last night's league game. Uh, with Livingston Aberdeen I think the two managers uh, agreed With Steve McLean, the referee Last night that uh, the pitch was uh, Getting unplayable And the rain was still coming down So hopefully We can get rid of the bad weather And look forward to some good football At the weekend So two weeks in a row You're going to open the show Talking about the weather Even oh, though we slagged you last either. week My goodness uh, Right 01419511025 That's the number you need Don't hang about Get in touch with the guys Or tweet us At Clyde SSB how are you actually Because you know I just wanted to check in On, on you both Because I know we have, we have a laugh but, but let's be honest These are tough times We're back in lockdown I, I feel like it's our responsibility To make sure everyone is Everyone's alright Yeah Yeah I'm good I'm good Gordon I, Obviously I can't go out To The rehab on the hip How are you rehab, managing that uh, You know saying you've got some Other didn't you Just before we come on No Oh, oh injury Yeah just no, I've been on the I've been on the turbo trainer. I've set that up in the house. I've got my bike there. I'm 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 doing a bit of that and a mm. uh, bit of stair work as well because I live in the flat. Um, and <laughs> and um, no, things are going quite well. If honest, <laughs> you back at the the homeschooling, Mark Wilson. Hi. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, I've been thinking about this. Yeah. I'm thinking which one of the pundits is a te- is a is a parent and be back in the homeschooling. You must be, you must be the the prime candidate. Yeah. Oh, it's it's hard work the old homeschooling. Um, what kind I of think, teacher are you? Are you a disciplinarian? Oh, uh, a wee bit. Listen, I give I, I give a wee bit of slack when I saw the snow today. I, I allowed Stand five minutes, sledging. five minutes out in the snow. But no, listen, got to be strict with them. Um, to well, be fair, give, listen, that. hats off to the teachers because they are better prepared this time round than the first time. Because when I was homeschooling the first time round, I mean, I had a whiteboard and you're just playing Seriously? hangman. You're just <laughs> drawing things, you know, doing sums mm-hmm. that they're laughing at you. It could that be you can't worse, get right? I can imagine you having mixed. It. Imagine him having to do it. Seriously oh. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about A board with Hangman It'll be educating these kids in do you, do you, And do you How serious do you take it do, do you put a suit on Do you ring a bell Oh do right you, do you every day Dro- <laughs> Drop them off at the top of the road Make them walk down Press a bell Let them in And do your school home Put them at the back At playtime yeah, exactly. Things like that I think freezing cold you, well, You're not allowed to travel But if you could You could go round to his 
And you could act like the weird Janny You know, every, school, every school's got a weird Janny That kicks about That can be you Big brown jack <laughs> Just to give that authentic uh, school experience I, I think that'd be, oh, that'd that'd be that would scare great. them They'd it's never like go to school again It's your Uncle Gordon yeah. <laughs> uh, 01419511025 We will actually talk football If you fancy uh, Dubai if there's anything left to be said on it Then yes, feel free Let's try and do it with a, a sort of look forward If you like Celtic fans What is next? There's been so much said about what happened Last week And Peter Lowell had his say And I'm sure if you've still got opinions And that, absolutely fine But if we're going to try and take it on You know, what's next? What about this January window? What about Neil Lennon as the Celtic manager? What about the, the end of the season? The, the points gap at the top What... What are you expecting? What are you hoping for um, in the coming weeks and months? Let us know. 01419511025 or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. As Mark Wilson says, that hearing um, into the COVID postponements for St Mirren and Kilmarnock, I believe, was due to start at six o'clock. So perhaps unlikely that we'll have a verdict for you tonight, but do stay tuned right to the end uh, just in case we get one. Uh, We'll bring you that. I'm sure it's going to be dramatic either way. Um, Let's just go straight to the phones. Shall we? Uh, Jim is a Celtic fan from Parkhead. He can kick us off tonight. Hi, Jim. Hi, man. Uh, just uh, like you know, um, apart apart from me being extremely disappointed to what your Celtic's been playing and uh, and all the rest that goes with it, uh, I was I keep harping on about this is when we want to buy now, and there's there's two players that come to my mind. Uh, Declan Gallagher, we need a good centre-half. And I think they'll no go amiss signing De- Declan Gallagher and the Hibs player, Nisbet, is for starters. Now, uh, and the other thing is, the goalkeeper we've got, Hazard, you got to give him a chance. you got you got to blend him in and, and keep playing him. Uh, because you're just, you're killing the guy's confidence. You know, uh, playing them one week, you not know, playing them in the next, you know, and when you think games are important, games are only important, uh, the guy the seems to have done okay for his. Okay, but we've only seen him a wee bit, you know, but give the guy a chance. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. All right, uh, Jim's talking about this being the time to, to try and, and recruit Gordon DL. Um, specifically, he mentions Declan Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Nisbet Are we back there? Last week it was all about Right Celtic's recruitment What they're going to do Dubai came along Like a, a big bombshell In the middle um, And like I say I don't think we're over it yet But but people now Sort of realising That Celtic have To get on with things And whether that's Planning for the future Or trying somehow To patch up this season What What is next? Uh, I'll be interesting To see what's next Gordon um, <clears throat> Now there are a couple of things That Jim's saying there Declan Gallagher Me personally if I was in Celtic's position just now, and I heard Mark uh, debating this on Saturday and everybody's got their opinion, I would go down the loan uh, system. Um, because I think, I could be wrong, but I think there'll be a new direction by the summer, new manager, new focus in the way Celtic are going, going to go about their business. So as much as you can go and get quality players, and January's a hard window, we all know that, but you can go and get decent players. You're going to have a manager that'll come in if Neil Lennon leaves and he'll have a different approach or different he'll want to keep that sort of a wages money for his signings his to stamp his own authority on the team so I may be wrong Declan Callicker right now would he fit into that three or four months I think he would long term I'm sorry no 
I don't think he's at the right age. I don't think he's at that that level just now. Everybody talks about the two things. Scotland, he's been brilliant with Scotland, been playing with better players. I.e., the question he'll be better when he plays with Celtic because they've got so-called better players. But I just think long term, it's not one that will excite the Celtic fans. Nesbitt, I think will. I think he'll go far in the game, but. Are Celtic realistically going to throw actual big money transfer fees at a striker in this window? No, no, no. I think, me personally, Gordon, I think that the positions just now are up for grabs. Are I think they're weak in the left back position. I think centre halves are must. And I know what Jim's saying about Hazard. Now, you look at Hazard even the other night there, and the boy's just no confidence whatsoever. He's not ready just now to step into that. Position and take that responsibility He may be in six months A year At this moment in time He's not You know Barkas Question marks Massive Bain Looks to be out the picture So I think the, the main object For Celtic is Goalkeeper To improve Centre half And I think You know Looking at a left back position Would be Fine as well I think with the, the one with the goalkeeper, and I don't mean to be harsh here But Hazard You know You're saying he's m- Maybe not ready just now He's 22 You know and Jim says, you know, we can't keep playing him for a few games and dropping. He, he's had his chances to play and to shine. I don't think he particularly has. I think he's made errors in a lot of those games. Cup final being the most high-profile error. I thought the other night, yes, it was another error. You can't keep playing someone that keeps making errors, especially when he's well, a goalkeeper. Last night was strange, wasn't it? Uh, Monday night, sorry, was strange because... Yeah, Connor Hazard probably could have... Well, yeah, should have done better. Yeah. Shane Duffy with his clearance oh, off the line. There, there was a lot... About the football performance that got completely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I can barely remember um, a Celtic or Rangers game on this show where we we talked so little about what actually went on in the pitch. The game was a distraction almost. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, what I mean yeah, by yeah, that? Yeah, uh, uh, of course. I mean the game itself. I mean I thought it, it started the way everybody expected it to start. Hibs were on the front foot. I think a stat came up. Hibs had something like five efforts and go to Celtics one in the early part of the game for so many corners. But it was a strong enough Celtic side to win that game. That that's the thing I think everybody's getting away from. When you actually see the starting eleven Hazard who's had game time recently and in big games at that, um you look at the back four, okay, young Welsh is in and you look at the the forward line, okay, that's the only two you would question marks. The others have all played and had plenty of experience. I still think with those players that was on the pitch, it should have been a much better performance. As as decent as they've done up until the 80th minute when Turnbull puts in that brilliant free kick, I still think it should be better. The I think the problem, level. sorry, Gordon, I think the problem, Mark, yeah, I agree with you, the midfield and you've got experience at the back and everything. The vocal point of up front was, you know, Celtic never looked like they were going to score unless it was a, a terrific free kick or a set play. You know, young yeah. Harper, I thought he ran about, worked very hard, looks a good player for me, but they just had no cutting edge to them. They didn't have mm. that recognised centre forward. They would put the ball in the back of the net. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do this weekend. Um, another thing that hasn't got the attention that it otherwise would have on a different week because we spent a lot of last week talking about him and would he come back to the club and Brendan Rodgers has spoken about him, Philip Benkovic, um, he's, he's gone elsewhere yeah. so he will not be coming uh, mm. to Celtic during this window. He's gone to yeah. Belgium. Is that a blow for you? I think so. I mean, I spoke last week that I thought he he would be a, a great signing whether it be on loan. I don't think they'd get him permanent but if it was on loan for a year and a half I understand what Daz is saying A new manager I think he would fit into A new manager's plans anyway 
But he's away now So it's another one that's It's skipped by or, or out of Celtic's grasp They maybe linger too long I think You know A lot of the fans Are complaining That Celtic in recent years Have lingered too long In the transfer window And it's always last ditch things Near enough the end of the window Sometimes they miss out big targets Maybe it wasn't a target A realistic one mm-hmm. For Neil Lennon Nicky Hammond And Peter Lowell Maybe it wasn't But I'm sure Celtic fans Would have liked to have seen him Back in the centre of the defence Alright thank you very much To Jim and Parkhead For kicking us off 01419511025 Stevie Is also a Celtic fan Stevie what's What's next What Where, where does Celtic go from here In the The short to medium term Well I would like to talk about Peter Lowell Okay um, Forget this is football Right This is a CEO Of a PLC Who has open posted That he didn't Bother with anybody else's CDE for the position of manager. That's beyond arrogance. That's corporate negligence. If that was BT or Scottish Power, or like, you'd be sick for that sort of nonsense. So we've got an arrogance there to Peter Lawwell, right? Now, Peter Lawwell, to be fair, is very good at getting deals with Magnus, Adidas, etc. And if he would just leave it at that, that would be great. But he doesn't. He wants to play it being a director of football. And we have guys like Carlton Cole, Colin Kazim Richards, Marion Fed, Martin Comper. It undermines the manager, Brendan Rodgers left, couldn't work under the conditions. And when we do, and understand it's a project thing, a development thing, and probably Victor Van Yamel's 10 buds, right? But when we do have a player of genuine quality, proven, John McGinn, or if he even might go back as far as Stephen Fletcher, he tries to screw the other party, mess them about, lowball offers. And blackmails them almost Be saying Well if you don't Right Take this deal Steady on With with, with some of of the language Stevie's a bit strong Verging on On over the top So just be a little bit Cautious Tries to Bully The other party Again Again Stevie I'd ask you again To just be cautious Because what I want to know Stevie is You're going to have to Back stuff like that up If you're not in the room How do you know Specifically uh, what's going on By all means You can say That you don't think Neil Lennon's the right man For the job And you've got regrets Over um, over uh, certain transfer targets but, but you are presenting Things as fact Which I'm sure in the, You know If you were to calm down About it You would admit that, that you don't know Them to be factually Correct And he's gone He's hung up on me mm. Yeah, he's obviously he Stevie he, back if, uh, He's not a happy man Obviously no, uh, but come back on Yeah of course he can But uh, Peter Lowell I think would put his hands up And say That he has played a part In A massive part Because he is the chief exec uh, In what's happened to Celtic This year But throughout the years Peter Lowell's done a very very good job For Celtic And brought in a lot of money But everybody's come in For the The scattergun this season Gordon And it's because of the disappointment Of 10 in a row Nobody will tell me any different and that's all down to the fact that, you know, talk about uh, recruitment there, Peter Lowe, but they've got a head of recruitment. Now, you think about it when Celtic were making so much money. The person that was getting the pats in the back for that was John Park, head of recruitment at Celtic at one point. So you can't just blame this all at Peter Lowell's door. He is a part of it, of course he is, he's a massive part of it. But I think it's a collective thing for Celtic. I think it's just went wrong this season, and on top of that, over the other side of the city, Rangers have been absolutely terrific in everything they've done. To be fair though, Mark, there is a there's the big Peter Lowell element here is yesterday, the, the apology, and it didn't wash with a lot of the Celtic fans who called in last night. What did you make of it? Um 
Look, he has apologised I thought it was the right thing to do Apologise um, Did it come late? Yes it did But I suppose The argument is It's better late than never um, I, I just found it slightly confusing And just really summed up Celtic season When after the game You know you've got Gavin Strachan And you've got players coming out And standing by the decision To go to Dubai Yet less than 24 hours later The chief exec is coming out And issuing an apology <laughs> And you think you know, was Gavin Strachan hung it to dry there a bit? Should he have been prepped better in, in terms of we're going to make a, an apology? Surely they would have known at that point how wrong things looked going into that game and even more so after the game that they they could have managed things better. And I think that's that's been the problem. I'm not talking about mani- football management, but management of the full club, the full show this year has been absolutely calamitous and... Monday night was just another example of that The apology Yes he did say that he was sorry And he was sorry to the Celtic fans The thing that sticks in a lot of people's throats Is I'm obviously saying that Celtic have been Probably affected more than most in this Which a lot of people can't take Yes Celtic have been affected They have been affected personally Because they've had a lot of players Who have missed games And a lot of players who have contracted Covid But when you say it has affected your club more than the rest I don't know about that When you, you look at the other clubs Stranraer, Hearts, Partick, Thistle League 1 and League 2 clubs Scraping to survive That sticks in people's throats Yeah <clears throat> Like uh, like most people Gordon I listen to the apology First and foremost He was right in coming out And making that apology um, A lot of people didn't really buy into it I thought, I thought that you know, by start, I can understand where he's come from. Well, the last four years, success, but we're we're in a different year. We're the pandemic, everything to do with it. Um, he, he he spoke about you know his club was worse off than most and stuff like that. When he, I thought it was a, I thought it was a poor one from Peter. I thought I was expecting a lot better from a chief exec of Celtic. I've got to say, Gordon, because I don't think that. You know, he was trying to bridge that gap with the, the supporters and I do think they handled it bad Monday. I said in Tuesday's show, as a guy that's been there at a lower level and, and getting thrown into, you know, questions for good experienced journalists and people that know the game, God, that, was, that, was, that was out of his comfort zone, Gavin Strachan. I thought he was hang out, he left to hang out to dry there. I thought he should have had, a, as Mark said, a little bit of prep, a little bit of help, somebody there to help him. That's not really his job, you know. I felt sorry for him. Right, 0141 951 1025. Stevie, if he's still out there, feel free to call us back. I didn't do anything before anyone accuses me. I, I don't know where he went. So if he wants to call back, that's fine. Anyone else out there, it's a good time to get your call in. Uh, we could be speaking to you next. Bowie at breakfast. On the last show, we're talking about crazy lockdown dreams. Harry's wife is dreaming about a giant Jason Leach at George Square. Everybody's queuing up and he's basically sucking all their heads, taking the virus out of everyone. <laughs> Live from Glasgow, Barry at Breakfast. With the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Clyde One. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are in the building. They want you to get in touch though. 0141 951 1025 or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Let's speak to John who's in Cranhill. What have you got for us tonight, John? 
Evening, mate. How you doing? Uh, all you well. Hope everyone did okay. Congratulations yep. on the new baby. Thank you very hey, much. I was on last March, if you can remember, and I was the kind of guy that says Stevie Gerrard was going to end, end up back doing the motorway scenario because he was going to get sacked. How wrong was that? So I apologise to all my fellow Celtic fans out there for saying that. Uh, but Celtic, what an embarrassment. What else can I say? It's just, it just took us back 20 years. You know what I mean? Everything we've done has just disappeared. And it's just madness. And for Peter Wallet to come out and say, oh, to Celtic fans, but not to MDL, to say Celtic fans, that's a total disgrace. And for them turning and say it to players, oh, we're massive fans, we're massive fans. Our players get paid, I don't know, it's an ordinary amount of money, a hell of a lot more than the teams always do. But they seem to be playing a lot better than Celtic do. So is that kind of putting us on the same level as them? Because, I don't know. We're getting more money in him, but we're supposed to be better players, but we're not. You know what I mean? Are you talking about that that line, John, about we've been affected more than other clubs or whatever it was? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't understand this. Like, how, how teams like St Johnston go to Parkhead, they're getting peanuts, wages. Their big, big players are getting mega amount of wages. And we can't, we can't go and beat them places like that, you know what I mean? That's what I can't understand. I mean, Mark, that's the thing. It would be nice to. To, to find out a bit more Maybe maybe Peter Lowell just means I don't know In his opinion Celtic are, are struggling more with, with the performances And I don't know how we quantify that Someone out there will be struggling more than others It's just you'll never really be able to measure it There will be a team Who's who's struggling with it But I think because of it, it It seemed like a very simple statement And it's got people raising eyebrows And saying well, hold on a minute In what way have Celtic been affected more than others Because you've listed off all the obvious yeah, um, perhaps victims of this, the real victims of this. Yeah, perhaps he's he's trying to make a bridge between him and the fans, saying that we really miss you and, and things like that. But it just came across the wrong way. The the thing is about the players missing the fans and underperforming. Listen, I I would get that if it was maybe three or four, and you go well, they may thrive. You get players who thrive on the crowd. You get players who flourish without a crowd. But when you've chopped and changed that team. And I don't know off the top of my head how many players Celtic have used this season alone, but must be nearing twenty, maybe even more. You can't, you can't be more than that. Yeah. yeah, you can't put it all down to every one of them missing that crowd. So it's about make you know making excuses for the sake of it. In terms of pay, listen, it doesn't matter what you paid. Celtic have better players that are at the club for that fact that they're better players than the majority of the players in the league, and they have underperformed collectively. That is a major worry. Going back twenty years, I mean that's that, that's harsh. It's been you know there has been some dark times at Celtic, but to have this success over nine years and and four trebles, to end it this mm. way is a thing that some Celtic fans can't can't understand where yeah. it's came from. Well, funnily enough, I wonder if that applies to you, John, because fair play to you, you held your hands up. You said you used to come on this show and say Stephen Gerrard won't win anything and, and he'll be sacked. Is that? Is that part of what makes this hard to take? The fact that you didn't see any of this coming? Yep, definitely, yes. What, what I can understand is, right, we were so far ahead of Rangers. And for the last two games, right, we played before we actually beat us, you know what I mean? Oh, get on mongrel here. Right, when Rangers beat us, right, the first game, that was it. We should have went, wait a minute here, man, you're getting a lot better. We can see it. They outplayed us in the cup final and everything. And we, we sneaked it. You know what I mean? And how, how maybe it's not that at Celtic, for the last, I don't know, two seasons. There's something wrong. You know, I mean, it's just totally wrong. It's just, it's as if I took the foot off a pedal. We're not interested anymore. They thought it was on easy street. 
And we've seen the last, I mean, most Celtic fans will agree, the last three Rangers games, apart from the last one there, Rangers have played us. The thing is, Gordon, it's not all about those head-to-heads with Rangers. I know no. why people get you know very involved in them. Obviously, this is made worse because Rangers are flying, absolutely mm-hmm. flying at the moment. But Celtic have still had their own episodes, nothing to do with Rangers. Europe, for instance, out of the Champions League first, then Sparta Prague. That you know that the defeats, uh, the recruitment that the callers keep telling us hasn't worked out. You know th- those things aren't that closely linked. The points gap, yes, that's where you have to bring Rangers into the equation. But but, but some of the other stuff, um, it's it's been it seems like it's been one thing after another. Yeah, I think since the beginning of the season, Gordon, everything that Celtic have touched has has went wrong, and and I I don't think anybody's seen it coming. Uh, I do believe that everybody was ready for a challenge of Rangers because you could see them gradually getting better their players settling into the system the manager learning as a manager his coaching staff they were getting better as a football club Gordon they'd done their business very early in the summer uh, had you know had time to work on it with their players good quality in the bench and then you look at Celtic right up until near the end of the transfer window they were still talking about players coming in they needed X, Y and Z the Fraser Foster thing went on I think the recruitment is now you can look at Celtic and say they didn't see Rangers coming but they spent money Gordon it's not like they've not spent money they've got guys there that are £5 million and you look at the goalkeeper So so, so what now then that, that must be a really difficult situation to fix quickly Because does the combination of Peter Lawwell, Nicky Hammond, Neil Lennon Do they spend money again this window to try and rebuild Or do you need to take stock and say Right hold on the, rec- the recruitment model Whatever it is that, that we've been doing is, is wrong and, and we need to fix that before we go and spend money But then how quickly can you fix it? Yeah, I, I think you'd be a fool to go out and spend millions of pounds in players in January. I really do. Unless unless someone tells me that Neil Lennon's going to be the manager uh, at the start of next season, then go for it and start rebuilding, because I think you have to rebuild. The league's gone, we all know that. Um, but if you're saying that Neil Lennon, I think we all agree, m- may not be the manager next year, right? I don't know if Nicky Hammond will last, because I think he must come in for a bit of criticism as well, because... You know, we've not heard a lot from him, but some of the some of the signings have been really poor and a waste of money. You've got to say that, and I think everybody will agree. Mm. So I think the rebuilding starts to come quietly behind the scenes and out. They must have a plan in their, their head who's got to be the new manager for got to get a new manager. That may wait until the summer. So why go out and spend money? Because what sort of quality player are you going to get in just now? You know, and and I know that Rangers can argue with the fact that Kamara fifty grand, right? But they're no floating about everywhere. I think it's a case of getting to the summer, and then having your plan from now to the summer, and then start very early on it and start rebuilding this club because I think every Celtic fan will agree it needs it needs a rebuilding job now. John and Cranhill, thank you very much. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That's the number. William is on. William is a Rangers fan. What have you got for us tonight, William? Hello, Gordon, Mark, and Gordon. Hello. I hope you're all well and safe. Good, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to try and come at this as a dangerous perspective of uh, Celtic's problems, right? What I say to your producer is, could this, could this be like, uh, off-putting to like, Rangers a wee bit? Because what's going on across, across the city? You know what I mean? They, they, what, are they, what are they doing? What's happening to them? I'm just thinking, uh, Rangers players, Stephen Gerrard, his staff and all that, they're thinking, 
Well, what is going on? Could could it be off putting? Well, they, or, I think they've still keep the foot in the pedal right enough. But you look at the papers, the social media, the radio. It's just this latest thing with Celtic. What? No, I mean, this a historic season like ten in a row, and we're going to stop it. What are they doing, Gordon? What is what is Celtic doing? Well, I mean, Mark, it's just a role reversal of the last however many years it's been. I'm sure everyone inside Rangers will be saying, "That's fine. We'll just we'll just crack on. You we we'll leave them to it." And uh, we we just keep our foot the same the same as Celtic have done with, with all the all the drama we've had from Rangers on this show over the last few years. I'd be absolutely loving it if I was a Rangers player sitting in the dressing room just now. If I was the Rangers manager and coaching team, I'd be reading the papers. I'd be if I was listening to shows like this and hearing the reaction of the Celtic fans, I'd be loving it because you're right. I mean, what nine years. And you go back to then when Rangers were demoted, it is roles reversal. Celtic fans on here saying Rangers were a joke. It's the same. And that's what staggers Celtic fans. That they've had all this preparation. You know, nothing uh, to the serious to the amount of what happened to Rangers in that time has been done to Celtic. They've built up the season to win this day and it's collapsed. So if I was a Rangers player, I'd be I'd be thinking, great, keep it coming. And we'll just do our job and keep ticking away. And when they're reading stories, I think it takes the pressure off them. They go out and they can go out and play relax now. Every other game, their their only kind of motivation probably just now is to go the season unbeaten. And that's that's within their own dressing room. The pressure's coming from themselves. Out with that, it's pretty easy from now to the end of the season. I mean, if I'm honest, I, mean, I get why William asks the question, Gordon. You know, is there any danger at all that that? Rangers think oh, Celtic are completely collapsing here we, We've got this stitched up and, and any complacency sets in Absolutely no chance I don't think the manager would allow that First and foremost Gordon I don't think the players would either I don't think they would start uh, acting like that Because they know how important this season is for them They want it There's a lot of guys in that dressing room That's not won anything in their careers And they can see a title in front of them The determination Plus the fact the season that they're having, they want to continue that. They want to get to the end of the season. You know, they've not lost a game yet. We keep going on about that week in, week out. The number of goals that they've lost. You know, the way they're playing, the squad rotation. They want to keep that going. So, not at all. I would not be worried mm-hmm. if I was a Rangers fan. I mean, there is a story today. It sort of got shot down pretty quickly. So, the name Gustavo Hamer, a Coventry midfielder. Had suggestions from media in the West Midlands that he was on Rangers... Radar um, But I think Rangers are already Sort of moving to To pour cold water In that one And say there's, there's not much in it That's not a player That's on their list Would you expect Anything doing this month William? Um, I, I don't You don't want You don't want to get complacent uh, Gordon But right The way the, way the Celtic said you, We'll get We'll get two players In nearly every position But we're all right they know, But I suppose if you know, you know what man's are like. They're greedy. They, they want to. They want to strengthen. They see something good. They're going to go for it. I think you know. I listened yeah. to Stephen Gerrard last week. William just saying that they they weren't going to be too active. He, he was happy enough with squad. Maybe a few players gone out because they need game time. The younger players and the loan things, but it wouldn't be. Really going out his way He then added at the end of it, If there was something exceptional out there Of course they would look at it But I think it would take that I think it would take something exceptional To to really prick up the ears for him to go Yeah, we'll, we'll have a go at that Because they're, they're pretty covered They're covering Maybe a Scott, Scott Wright I was is, just going to say What yeah, about Scott yeah, Wright? Yeah, Scott Wright's been branded about there, Gordon And it's obviously true Because Derek McInnes uh, wouldn't have come out and uh, stated that That, you know, Rangers have spoken to him about him 
So it'll be interesting that, you know, if they would do the business for now, I think it would suit Aberdeen, especially if they could get, uh, doesn't matter what sort of money, because everybody's desperate for money. Um, but that would be bringing in for a, for a future for me. I don't think he needs anything now. But another body of the quality that he thinks Scott Wright will bring always helps. Scott, uh, well, yeah, I think so. Am I right in saying he's out of contract in the summer? So, yeah, it might be a case that there is some small fee and he comes to the club just now. There always is benefits of that, I suppose, of bringing a player in in January as opposed to summer that he gets, you know, four or five months around the club before you really expect him to make an impact next season. So, if the fee's right, I suppose it, it could be something that could be added, but you can't really say. He's desperate in that position, but it could just keep competition levels up for the guys that are already there. All right, William, thank you very much. Show one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is a, always a great time to call because we're going to get travel with Stephen, and that means you could be up next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here And you know, very fitting, right? What's the main topic of conversation been this week? Dubai Right, well, do you know what mm. got me thinking? I just glanced down at the date Do you know exactly a year ago? Right, you were in Dubai Exactly a year, well, more than that Exactly a year ago I was on my way to Dubai oh. Which meant I had to go and catch the flight So I had to leave the show early And we left you two in charge Do you remember oh, that? For yeah. about the last half an hour You two were in charge are of the show Are you today? Uh, yeah, pretty much this weekend, yeah I don't know who sanctioned that. Certainly oh, wasn't a good I, I, idea because we didn't get us back. I, I thought we were good. Did you? Yeah. I was getting my phone was exploding <laughs> on the way to the airport saying these two idiots are talking. Was it about Love Island? I think oh, you were talking no, about no, Love no, Island. We on a, a, and we had a great subject. We had a lot of people lined up to call in. <laughs> It's no, it's no coincidence though. You've never, you've never been asked to do it again. Just the two of you. So that maybe tells you all you need to no, know. So we <laughs> bit, uh, a bit jealousy from you, I think. I think if you let And in fact Go and try the airport again Let's No I can't work with him Never yeah. work with animals In Gordon Dale. <laughs> I think that's a bit unfair <laughs> I, I, I think I'll stay away From Dubai just now I think after yeah, all, I think, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's, it's It's frowned upon I've heard You'll um, probably come back And your performances Over there I'll go right downhill Let's bring in <laughs> Gary In the city centre Hi Gary Hi Hi Gary I was listening to your Listen to your two pals there Debating uh, Peter Lawwell's case mm-hmm. Now when Peter Lawwell had said that He reckons that Celtic were the most affected By the Covid etc yep. Now I'm not going to back up Peter Because I don't know Peter and I, But what I will say is What I can look at and say Well Celtic have got probably the most employees Of all the Scottish teams And all the Scottish clubs Now consider that I don't know what the percentage is but they're not key workers. Mm-hmm. The first team will be key workers. Uh, maybe the coaches will be key workers. Maybe a couple of the background staff. But all the rest of the staff, the office workers, they're, they're all been furloughed or they're all working from home. So they're all affected. Now, every second week, they've got 60,000 fans in. Now, they spend money. They spend money to vendors. So the vendors are affected. The suppliers are affected. And it's all duty. Through Celtic. Now they've got shirts for those 60,000. There's no other club in, in, in Scotland that has got 60,000 fans that come down every second week. Mm-hmm. So they've got, the, they've got the shirts for all that. On top of that, they've now seen that the under 18s have now have to be furloughed because they're not considered key workers. So, in my theory, yes, they're a massive employer. 
And yes, they have been greatly affected, probably more affected than anywhere else. Yes, we can string in the party thistles, the stern rars, the whatever, the hours, but they have got very little employees that they've had to either pay off, tell them not to turn up on Saturday because they've not got work for them, affect the shooting, affect the policing for it, affect the vendors or the suppliers yeah, but see, Gary, here's the thing, right I, I get that And see if that's specifically what Peter Lawwell means Fine, but you know the, There was no scope for us or anyone else to, to elaborate and ask the questions If he means purely because Celtic are, Have the, the, the biggest fans uh, the, the largest number of fans, sorry The largest number of employees, fine But But the phrase is very, very clear And the phrase is That Celtic were the most affected by the pandemic Than any other club in Scotland there are other clubs in Scotland that could not dream of spending a couple of hundred thousand pounds on a trip to Dubai. There are clubs that have been now playing a completely different division. There are clubs who actually do not play at all because the lower leagues have been shut down. So uh, you, you've put up a robust defence, but at, at the very at the very best, could it have been worded different? I'll ask you something. I'll ask you something. Well, I just asked you something. No, has anyone? And your reporting team and your sports reporting team asked the question of Peter Lovell, what did you mean? Gary, I'm sure you've got the resources. Well, without going into it too much, there, 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 tends, to, there tends to be a reason that, that clubs like to do stuff on their own media channels rather than face a barrage of questions from, from elsewhere. I'll, I'll leave that one with you to figure out why that might be. Mark, what do you make of Gary's point? I mean, well, Gary's point, a... look, it's all relative. I know I've mentioned breaking plenty of times in this show, but breaking. Are they any different from a Celtic? Only at the other side of the scale. It's relative. Their, uh, yeah, their fan base was three hundred, four hundred. They had stewards. They they relied on what was sold at the stalls. They had people that they couldn't afford or had to get rid of. But it's just a different scale. And yeah, you you touched perfectly on it there, Gordon. That where the argument kind of falls down in that respect is choosing to spend reportedly. Almost near a quarter of a million pounds To take them on a warm weather training camp Where you only had to look Right through the country And throughout England And see how many other clubs In this pandemic chose to do that And other years And Peter Lowell was I don't know if he was right or wrong to mention The past four years It's worked incredibly well And it's worked incredibly well For other clubs down south And in this country Beneficial to the players when they come back but every other club in the country and in England didn't do it. <coughs> Celtic were the only mm. ones. So that's where the argument kind of falls down in the respect to, oh, well, we've got this great outgoings and mm. uh, it affects us more. It affects every single club and relative to their output. And we're at a stage where D- Dubai is now the elephant in the room with, with every with every subject because um, Gary mentions the fact that news today that it looks like Celtic will be following their their under-18s now. That might happen to loads of clubs So that that's not the type of thing That should really be points scored over That that no. might happen It's a government scheme that's in place For a reason But it's the timing That comes a couple of days after Dubai So you can understand why people say Oh hold on a minute Why are they on furlough When you had enough money to go to Dubai So that, that it's, it's, it's coming It's easing its way into every argument Yeah but I think, I think the biggest case is We don't know what Peter Lowell meant By his statement Gordon uh, that, that could be the reason but as Matt said there, there's every club. You look at Rangers, Rangers a big club as well. The amount of employees they've got, so you can go over there. Okay, you can say, well, they, their stadium only holds 50,000. But everybody's been affected. 
every single thing. And Mark's even went back down to uh, as important as breaking. I know that Mark won't let that go. We won't let breaking go. They certainly let him go, but um, <laughs> he won't let it go. Um, I just think that everybody in this country is affected. And I don't know if that's what Peter Lawwell meant. So we've got to give him a benefit of doubt till we actually do know what he meant. But I suppose then it's the type of thing that because everyone's been affected, is that there, there is no competition. There's no need for anyone really to put their hand up and say we've been affected more than than anyone else. Is that? I think that's the the moral of the story. I mean, an apology could have been made without saying, oh, "Look at us, we are so hard done by." Right, Gary, thank you very much. Let's bring in Ross in Edinburgh. See what he's got for us. Hi, Ross. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Uh, uh, I just wanted to come on and say that. Uh, I'm worried now that we're we're starting to talk far too much about what uh, Celtic have done wrong this season, uh, the mistakes they've made, how they've shot themselves in the foot here and there, how they've lost an eye for a player, uh, a farcical trip to Dubai, uh, instead of the fact that for the last nine years, they've averaged 45 points after 19 games, and they currently sit on 43 after 19. They've only lost two games... 44, sorry, 44. Um, they've only lost two games uh, this season. They lost five and drew five last season and they only played a third of it. They had to play Rangers twice. Uh, any other year, uh, the point tally that they're sitting on right now would be enough to have people like Chris Sutton on air talking about how Rangers are serial losers, bottle merchants, uh, never going to win anything, how the uh, Celtic juggernaut will never be stopped. The the players, the staff wouldn't need police protection, and the owner wouldn't be fearing for his life. Uh, the the only difference this year is for the first time in nine years they've had a proper challenge. Uh, and as Dave King said, when that happens, they will fold like a deck of cards, and that's exactly what's happened. And it's only the middle of January. There's no uh, doubt, Mark. That's that is the way this this city operates. If the other side is is going well, that that's going to amplify it clearly. Um, what do you make it? I mean, Ross is backing up with with some stats about league points and so on, suggesting you know that Celtic's form isn't actually that bad in the league. It's more that Rangers have been very good. Mm. Well, look, have you have you stripped back the games and you look at it? I think anyone can see this isn't the Celtic team of the past nine years. And there has been blips in the season in those nine seasons where the football wasn't all be that attractive, but I wasn't as calamitous as what's going on in the first half of the season. From the Champions League qualifiers to the Europa League group stages to Ross County to the league form not being good enough, it isn't the same Celtic side. Match up with a Rangers side who you're talking about averages that Celtic average in the, in the second part of the season being 45 points. Well, you look at what the Rangers team have averaged in years gone by. This isn't the same Rangers team. They aren't going to average that. And that's what it's all about. You don't live in the past. That's why there's so much outrage. The Celtic fans are grateful for what the players have done for them. It is extraordinary. Mm. But they live in the, this moment just now. And whatever they've done in the past, mm. it, it doesn't heal their wounds of what's going on in the past few months. I mean, to be fair, Ross, you're absolutely right. If the argument is just about the league table, if it's just about the Premiership table, then you're right. But but Celtic situation is about so much more than that, isn't it? It's, a, it's a, and you even mentioned them yourself. It's about Europe. It's about Ferenc Varos. It's about Sparta Prague twice. It's about Barkas and Ayeti and Klamala and Dubai. So th- those those are the things that aren't really impacted by Rangers. The league table, yes. If we're talking points gap, yep, fair enough. But 
but there's more out there than that. Yes, no, that's true, and I think that I mean that that kind of highlights my point even more. I think, and that the the whole kind of everything else that's it's happened when you when you take all that into consideration and strip it back, the the the, the point difference that they're on right now is actually pretty much bang on their their average, taking all that into consideration. Yeah, but to be fair, then we used to hear this with. Rangers fans sometimes, Gordon, or I remember debating it with Alex on the show once before. Take the the eighteen nineteen season, for instance. Rangers finished eight points better than they were the previous season, but it just it doesn't really matter. That comparing points tallies from one season to the next. No, I, I, it, it only gets you so far. Like I say, if we are talking purely about the league table, of course it's not all about Celtic's capitulation. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's about how good Rangers Rangers are absolutely flying at the moment. But it's all those other things that, that are making people look at Celtic and say, what on earth has gone on? Yeah, you could go on all night just now about Celtic and the mistakes that they've made from recruitment, Dubai's getting put out of the cup with Ross County at home, who lost their ma- uh, sacked their manager about two weeks ago. I forgot later. to mention Bolingoli, remember him? Balling- yeah, so the, the, there have been a lot of things there that's um, happened to Celtic this season, unfortunately for them. But... I don't get into this well Last year we were on the same point You're 21 points behind Okay you've got games in hand No but that, no. Ross is talking from a Rangers perspective He's trying to underline I, the fact that it's been overlooked No I, I think I think Rangers this season Have been absolutely brilliant Gordon And the record shows that I think, And everyone said that I think fair, they've got they? it right from the beginning I thought their recruitment was right In the summer their preparation was right And you know, all of a sudden, all the focus was on Celtic going for 10 in a row. The pressure was on them. And all of a sudden, Celtic became the chasing team rather than the Rangers, and they just couldn't handle it. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Thanks, Ross. Make sure you give us a call back at some point. Thursday nights beat the pundit. You just never quite know what to expect with these two. If you want to win a signed ball, you've got a very good chance. 0141-951-1025. Be quick, though, because your chance to beat the pundit is next, and the lines close at 7. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here at 0141-951-1025 to join in. We have been hearing from you Celtic fans about where the club goes from here after a fairly uh, difficult couple of days. Uh, Rangers fans, it's all been pretty quiet. I think most of you, let's be honest, are, are sitting back and enjoying what's going on um, over the other side of the city. That tends to be the way things work in this part of the world. We've got that hearing tonight. So St Mirren and Kilmarnock uh, finding out um, they are their fate if you like on the Covid cancellations so if anything does happen between now and the end of the show we'll keep you up to speed on them as well keep your calls coming in tweet us at Clyde SSB it's time for this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football now you you know how you get mixed up quite a lot (laughs) that's a bit of a yes you and that's mm-hmm. a bit of an understatement I mean it, Just in the last couple of days and weeks We've had You referring to Darth Vader As As Black Arthur a few moments We've had your, your song lyrics I fought the law and the law won To you is I Not. met the Lord and the Lord died Yeah yeah We've had various examples And, and <laughs> you, your, old, your old pal Curious Creatures is on And says I'm looking forward to another Daz masterclass tonight Hearing his views on the ongoing fallout From Celtic's trip to Dubrovnik The goal of the season contender From Lawrence Shawshank And the Livy Postponement with manager Martin David Dale <laughs> You've been reading his script 
That's exactly what he said Honestly See if you to I don't go looking for sympathy But see working with these two I had to just sit and listen to them During the break Banging on about what to put in your bath If you need to feel relaxed And go to sleep And <laughs> Nonsense as you would expect So let's get back to Beat the Pundit And meet tonight's contestant Oscar Is in Gartkosh How's it going Oscar? Hi not bad How are you guys? Not too bad Oscar I don't always do this at the break But I happen to Stick my head into the, the other room Where producer Chris takes the calls And I heard you Utter that famous line to him That yeah I, I play along at home And I'm, I'm good at home So I thought I would give it a bash on the radio Is that right? Aye well We'll see how the pressure affects me No exactly it's the, it's the classic trap You're not up against much tonight So I wouldn't worry about it <laughs> And uh, just to add some, some extra pressure Genuinely true right mm-hmm. We have No more balls left To be signed You've given away so many recently <clears> that there are, there are none So we're going to need to order more if you two So basically you can't lose tonight That's that's the word I'm getting from From up above mm-hmm. From, from up win. on high Is a, 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 is a must win Hang up Oscar Hang up Heads it will be Mark Wilson Tails it will be Gordon DL Ah and it is tails It's Gordon DL up against Oscar <laughs> Oh get the order from... for the balls in <laughs> <laughs> Online Online show phone. Right Black Arthur I'm going to give yeah. you some Clyde 2 to listen to He's given us the thumbs up Oscar you said you've, you've listened at home So here's the deal 30 seconds on the clock You're up against Gordon And you can pass That is all you need to know Are you ready? Yep Good ready. man Let's go 30 seconds starts Now Moussa Dembele has left Leon on loan To which side? Atletico Madrid How many league goals Have Rangers conceded this season? Six Who's the only Hibs player To have won both the Scottish League Cup And the Scottish Cup? Uh, Stevenson In what country is Dubai? Uh, United Arab Emirates Who's the only Scottish side Gary Holt played for professionally? Eh, uh, Kilmarnock Which side are Arsenal playing tonight? Crystal Palace Who joined Celtic from Real Madrid in August 2006? Eh, uh, Tommy Gravison Who became the only foreign winner of the Scottish Young Player of the Year in 2003? Eh, uh, oh, uh, Arteta Okay, okay, let's bring Gordon back Gordon, can you hear us? I can, Gordon, yeah <laughs> One of his questions is going to be good Right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them all laughing. Oh, I'm a bit you know what one it is, eh? I know exactly what one it is. Right, there okay. you go. Uh, Oscar's decent, by the way. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me, do you? Yeah, I do. Right, okay. Same set decent. of questions to you. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Moussa Dembele has left Leon on loan to which side? Oh, pass. How many league goals have Rangers conceded this season? Uh, six. Who's the only Hibs player to have won the Scottish League Cup and the Scottish Cup? Do agree. In what country is Dubai? The United States of Arab. We've got a problem because you ran out of time. I know, right, right, here's what I'll do. Out of sympathy, I'll give you the other questions that Oscar got right, and you need to to answer them quick fire. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right, who's the only Scottish side Gary Holt played for professionally? Uh, Kamala. Which side are Arsenal playing tonight? Crystal Palace. Who joined Celtic from Real Madrid in August 2006? Uh, Gravison. And who became the only foreign winner of the Scottish Young Player of the Year in 2003? Sorry, this. I ah, forget it. You'll not get that one. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so at least you answered all the same. Um, I was a bit. Uh, Oscar. <laughs> that seems you, ridiculous. What chance have I got? You must be confident, Oscar. 
Eh, uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure. Well, I gave you the same amount of questions. Don't what say I'm lying to you. I, can, I didn't hear the last one. Mind, a couple of mine were guesses, though. So right, okay. Let's find out then, shall we? The damage. Um, Musa Dembele has left Leon on loan to which side? It's Atletico Madrid. I wouldn't have got that. No, well, Oscar did one nil to Oscar. Um, how many league goals have Rangers conceded this season? It is. Six I got that Did you get that? Yeah Right so so did Oscar So he's oh. still one in front um, Who's the only Hibs player To have won the League Cup And the Scottish Cup You said David Gray It's Lewis Stevenson Oscar, Oscar got that oh. Yes he's absolutely flying <laughs> I cannot wait for this next one In what country That was a panic I know that In what country is, is Dubai I'm so glad it was you Because Mark would have known that yeah. He oh. goes all the time United Arab, Arab Emirates Oh that's what I meant but What did I say? <laughs> United, United States, States of the Arabs <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oscar got it by the oh, way So he's absolutely flying Who's the only Scottish side Gary Holt played for Kilmarnock You both got it Crystal Palace Arsenal Both got it um, Thomas Gravison You both got it um, Oscar's quite good man. Oscar's yeah, magnificent Oscar. Oscar's unbelievable right, What was the last question? Who became the only Foreign winner Of the Scottish Young Player of the Year In 2003 I mean that's It's yeah. a ridiculously hard question Who did Billy play for? Dundee Ah oh, I wouldn't have got that It's Kishnashvili no way. Yeah. See, Oscar gets that. He I'll deliver the ball myself. Oscar said Arteta, but Oscar got seven out of seven up until that point. That's so unreal. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. You were all over the place. You got four mixed in with the United States of the Arab. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, it's superb. Oscar. <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I would say the sign ball is on its way But we don't have any But we'll, ah, we'll get some Oscar. We'll buy some I'll make Gordon buy one himself uh, And we'll send it out to Gartkosh Well played Well, Oscar, okay. usually I'm a bad loser But let me tell you now What a fluke that was tonight <laughs> You must have somebody helping you, Oscar You're not that, that clever a, That was a slow night tonight Oh, oh, it was a slow night. Wasn't it me, Oscar? Oh, <laughs> well done, well done, Oscar. The same ball eventually Seven. is on its way. Oscar's magnificent, wasn't he? That it? was good. By the way, I, I seen you. S- Arab. <laughs> I knew, I I knew that was good. As soon as you asked that, I thought, I seen that again. Set it up. I, I think it should be a replay because I know what you said about that. I don't know that. You didn't what? give me a 30 seconds. I could have got more questions in. Because I was I gave after you eight that, questions Yeah there's ten in the thing When was the last time We got through ten questions Never Roger Hanna Never We Roger don't ever Hanna. get through them so And I can, was in fire I was can, going well after You can forget it You were all over the you place You never get this in mastermind You ask her a question <laughs> And all of a sudden Whatever his name is Magnuson you know what? Is flying off a chair <laughs> Whatever his name is Magnuson <laughs> That's the question for next week um, Do you know what Producer Chris I think that's your finest moment On the show Including that question Well done to you I don't like Brilliant. him <laughs> I, I, do you know something I, I'm not He's sneaky isn't he? I don't, I, I'm not even telling I don't like the guy Right Because that's twice I've lo- lost badly And he's been involved he In the question Honestly good. Drew says good I have never laughed so hard At a radio show <laughs> uh, Says Drew Gary was got up there Almost as funny as Dale Boy falling through the bar <laughs> Oh that's, well, that's Now we're, we're up there We're in the upper echelons <laughs> Oh yeah Right. Comedy Do you know what's so good about it right Because there's a 50 There's a 50-50 chance And Mark would have known it And it would have been completely unfunny And we would have squished on I mean Oh no John Higgins Snooker player who nearly bottled it last night He's new texting me listening in Imagine him giving him the stick His backside nearly fell out He's cute <laughs> <laughs> 
don't think that's a saying. <laughs> ah, I didn't even want to say what I wanted to say. Oh, dear. United ah, says. John's right. Uh, yeah. Aye, good John. It would yeah. be it would be awkward if um. Imagine it Imagine it was heads And I deliberately just said it was tails Just so I could hear you answer that question Oh, oh Now that's great hosting Did you do great that? I would, I would never do that oh, I'd never do I that I should have checked No it. it's always the coin It's By always the, way, the coin People nearly crashing all over Glasgow and my phone's going off It's head here People try to book holidays <laughs> To the United States of Athens <laughs> Can't he find us anywhere on the computer <laughs> do, you know, do you know the worst day? I've been to uh, Dubai twice I get what? one of them. Yeah, must have been a freebie. Mo- no, you one of my honey was there. Of course, it was. One of you. Obviously, no wonder you can't remember the name. It. <laughs> it's memorable. He's got one of those. Glo- he's got one of those maps. He's got a hu- numerous pins in it where all, all of his various honeymoons have been. Where else did you go out of curiosity? Uh, where else have I been? Um, God damn it, uh, Garvin. Um, <laughs> I've been to the Mauritius. Mauritius, yeah. How much were you on it, Wraith? I was on a fortune, mate. Um, I was big time, man. I was <laughs> Mauritius. I've been to Dubai. I cannot imagine uh, you in uh, any of these countries. Edinburgh was the best one. You're more your Benidorm kind of guy when no, I look at oh, you. No, no, no. I was a Mauritius walking up like the bounty advert and all that. It was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> And you genuinely don't remember what the third one was, do you? No, I don't. Because that was only two. No, I don't. Oh, you didn't make it, I don't think, on the, the other one. Because no, you've told us that no, story that was before. A, you didn't I, get I, to the I honeymoon was, at that stage. I was Edinburgh. I was a, I was a poor Sean, right, to okay. be honest. So I wasn't a good one. <laughs> How do you recover from that? I mean, we're meant to be here till 8 o'clock. And it, well, don't get me wrong, I've, I've never... <laughs> I've never promised you, you know, hard hitting insight here on a Thursday night. I would never I do that. But, up, boys. but even by um That's a great question. I just knew when he read that to Oscar I thought you, by your own standards. I'm not I'm not gonna go and moan about this, but you did fix that. I guaranteed you fix that. I could see it in your I face. I didn't. Used to and that wee guy in there I don't like. <laughs> I didn't, honestly. <laughs> Chris. Um Right. We talk about football. If you want How long have we got? 45 minutes yeah, Chat about Daz's Daz's wife's and honeymoon um, On a serious I know On a semi-serious note So we do have that hearing tonight um, St Mirren and Kilmarnock I usually stay away from uh, Asking you for mad predictions But well, Go on Will we, we what, Predict the outcome Oh, 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 predict the outcome. Well, predictively, so just, we'll get ju- an outcome. Ju- That's the well, thing. Well, we will eventually, well, right? But this no, is we will eventually. No, no, no. We, we will eventually, right? So, just a quick recap of the scenario. Um, St Mirren and Kilmarnock couldn't fulfil those fixtures at the time The points got given to Motherwell and Hamilton Ackies Those points then got taken back <coughs> Because Kilmarnock and St Mirren appealed The appeal is tonight Will they win their appeal or not, do you think? Uh, I think it will stay as it is As it is right now So play the games yeah. They'll need to be replayed yeah. Yeah. So they win their appeal Mark. Yeah, yeah. So, I, well, I think so yeah. I, I mean... It, it'd be ridiculous to hand the points back Again, after taking it Hand them, taking them away I think it looks stupid as it is right now to do to hand them back. It would look even worse. But the thing that gets me, Gordon, is it's not as if it's of little importance. This is this is important yeah. to to people's jobs in terms of management jobs, people in relegation battles. What's taking them so long? I mean, it's it's gone on quarter past seven now. Would we not expect some sort no, of announcement by now? Maybe I mean, beat the pundit. Gordon, the only the other thing is, um, and you've actually made me just by looking at your face, I've actually lost my train of thought. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I'm not. Will, will, will this actually come into the debate? Right, when, when that appeal's been heard tonight, 
Celtic and Dubai Has been the massive story Now they could play the other night Because they've got a massive squad mm-hmm. And they've got a much bigger squad Than Kilmarnock and St Mirren That's not Celtic's fault But then you could say It's also not Kilmarnock or St Mirren's fault They were unable to fulfil a fixture Because of They didn't have this They, they didn't have enough numbers. players And, and, and Celtic were able to go on and play Would that come into the equation at all do you think? I, I think it's very, very hard to second guess What's going to happen Gordon But I'm with Mark in this one totally I think the only outcome is Play the games again uh, I think it would look foolish in our game That all of a sudden they come out of this meeting tonight And decided Give Motherwell phone and say Oh you're back up the league There's another six points I just don't think it would be the right way I think for the sake of you know, our sport and this country, I think just the case of coming out and saying, right, play the games, that's a fair way now and go on with it and see what happens from there. I know it's, I, I know we're restricted in terms of fixture dates, but come on, I mean, we're in an unusual season here. You can sacrifice some of your training days to fit in these fixtures to make it a fair competition rather than teams being handed points. And uh, like that's it, I think it's the fairest way. And I hope that's the outcome. Right, let's bring in Darren, who is a Rangers fan from Cranhill. Hi, Darren. Hi, uh, hi, panel. How are you doing? Not bad at all. What's on your mind tonight? It's just to obviously see uh, the thoughts on Scott Wright coming to Aberdeen. Do you think Rangers will, will clinch it? Do you think you'll we'll go for that, 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 that signing? Uh, well, do you know what? Start, I want to start with your take on it, Darren. Is that one that you would go for? That's one I would go for, yep. yeah. Bring him in. He's. See what, see what he can offer yeah, You two I think Someone touched on it earlier But is that like, Is it one of those That it just it just makes sense So you just do it now Can you see any way That that doesn't Transpire um, in January well, we, we had one pretty Recently with Eamon Brophy And managers sometimes Think it may upset The dressing room If a player remains Openly says that he wants To further his career elsewhere Whether that be down south Or Rangers He may find It's not beneficial To the Aberdeen squad These things Quite usually get ironed out You know um, A small transfer fee Accepted by Aberdeen Daz touching it earlier That Aberdeen Have been quite vocal In how they're hemorrhaging money In this pandemic And Any sort of Money coming in Would certainly serve them well If Rangers Think that they're getting A quality player for The remaining few months Of the, the season To boost the players they've got I think, I, think for right, I think for the right price It's got to make uh, good sense for everyone If it's if it's Rangers there and they look at the price Gordon They think right it's, it's better getting the boy in than now I think it's good business Aberdeen get a few quid for him The boy then joins Rangers Because you know what like it is If you're in January And you know that you're going to another club Especially the size of Rangers You want to get in there early You want to start making an impression And training every day to the manager so if the business can be done I think it'd be good to get it over a line I think if all parties As long as all parties are happy I think it'd be a good bit of business for Rangers Darren, where and how does he fit into this Rangers team? Well, obviously at the minute Obviously with the injuries You know, you could maybe bring him in You know, maybe he could step in for obviously the injuries And things like that, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Do you think, um, is this only likely to happen that um, if say Jordan Jones Greg Stewart These real fringe guys If they were to find Something else in January Whether that be a loan or not Does that Is that what makes uh, Scott Wright more likely to happen? I would think so I mean it, it, You would think with Stephen Gerrard When I'm coming out the other week And saying there'll be some players Definitely going out Whether he means younger players But you would think with Jordan Jones <coughs> Greg Stewart Who's spent a lot of the time On the bench And, and he's fit He's not had any Bands like Jordan Jones You would think that Players like that Are desperate to get out and play 
And if you bring another one in Of similar position um, You're a wee bit top heavy And I'm not even talking about match days I'm talking about your training days as well It can upset that in terms of your camp So I would I would think that he would be wanting to get those boys out And bring Scott Wright in to, to freshen things up Darren, I think is that two weeks in a row We've had a, a quiet midweek for Rangers I think it's been so busy that this first half of the season You started to look forward to the game at the weekend yet? Yep, I've started to look forward to it You know, one game at a time And get the three points on the board I think But I think it'll be a tough game against You know, Motherwell Obviously parked the bus at Ibrooks And, you know, obviously went up One up with Ibrooks It was kind of panic stations But obviously Rangers obviously got the result That, you know, we needed and wanted And but I think it'll be a lot more tougher Because it's at Motherwell, you know So mm. hopefully we could just get the team out And get the three points And get it over the line Yeah, it'll be interesting to see you if Graham Alexander takes anything from that, because you need the only—it's a smaller bus you need at Fir Park because the pitch is tighter, <laughs> so you don't need yeah, the, bus, bus. the bus doesn't even need to be the same size. I wonder if you would go. I like that, and I'm, I'm going to double down on it, or no, 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 that's not my style at all. And uh, well, for Motherwell fans, I think it will give you a wee glimpse, a wee insight into what Graham Alexander's all about. You know, he went to St Mirren last week, and they played—they played differently. Uh, <laughs> I was pleasing on the eye a lot in the first half. Now, when you come up against Rangers and Celtic at home. There's probably the majority of your fans Want to have a real go at them There'll be some that are more reserved And this will be a, an eye-opener for some of them How Graham Alexander's going to approach his big ones at home Right, 01419511025 And do you know what I've just noticed? Genuinely, right? I, unplanned Oh no The teaser it's got a geography theme as well oh, no. <laughs> Sorry Mark I'm here for you So I'll give you the question next Plenty more to come on the phones as well Bowie at breakfast On the last show we're talking about crazy lockdown dreams Harry's wife is dreaming about a giant Jason Leach at George Square Everybody's queuing up And he's basically sucking all their heads Taking the virus out of everyone <laughs> Live from Glasgow Bowie at breakfast with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Clyde One taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 0141 951 1025 if you'd like to join in uh, on the phones you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB um, like we mentioned earlier on There is that hearing tonight St Mirren and Kilmarnock But maybe wouldn't be <coughs> holding uh, the breaths To see if we get an outcome tonight But if we do before 8 o'clock I'll keep you up to speed on that one I suppose slowly building up to the, the games At the weekend Still lots of Celtic fans having their say on And what's been going on recently uh, In Dubai uh, and the rest of it So we'll get another call lined up in just a second I've got this teaser for you um, I don't think it bodes too well for you, Mark Wilson, having to team up with this guy. Um, do you know what? It's, it's easy to pick out the, the daft moments, but he's sometimes the his trivia can be not too bad. He's actually got an okay record at beat the pundit. It's just when it goes wrong, um, it goes, goes terribly wrong. It goes spectacularly wrong. Mm. So yeah, um, nah, that doesn't fill maybe confidence at all. No, no. All right. All right, your question is this tonight. Um, I'm going to. I'll need to play that clip back for anybody that missed it. No, um, thank you. Your question is this: since the 2010-2011 season, let me just. See, I want to see if I've got that clip yet because I think that might be be better just to set the scene. No, I don't think we do. Um, 
Right. Is that it there? No Right yeah I think we do Let's go Just to paint the picture right This is what you're up against Mark Wilson This was beat the pundit Earlier on tonight uh, Six Who's the only Hibs player To have won the Scottish League Cup And the Scottish Cup Do agree In what country Is Dubai The United States of Arab even better than I remembered. <laughs> once more, once more. Anyone? No, anyone for no, once more? Uh, six. Who's the only Hibs player to have won the Scottish League Cup and the Scottish Cup? Do agree. In what country is Dubai? The United States of Arab. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, right, hope. Uh, How's your African geography? <laughs> oh no Tonight's question is this Since the 2010-11 season 10 players have played for Rangers or Celtic Who've got 20 or more caps for an African nation Wanyama. Who are they? Oh, yes Superb, yes. <laughs> there we go He's bounced back straight away Wanyama, well done Since the 2010-11 season 10 players have played for Rangers or Celtic Who've got 20 or more appearances for an African nation Well done, Gordon You've got Wanyama Yeah, um Kamara so I, I, I will Kamara <laughs> Thank you Yeah He's been Finland Come on No Come on No, no, no. Oh, the one that Henry Kamara oh, yeah. no, no. oh, oh, I, I was wondering what you were laughing at Thought oh, we had him there No Where, no no Where's Mo Salah for He's no fair uh, None of them are on the list no. Okay we'll leave it there um, <laughs> Wanyama One Ooh. Do you know what That's not I thought that Henri Kamara shout Was not bad Let me let me check that In case we've got A stewards inquiry already That'll be a real Maybe before 2010 Oh yeah so. that's what yeah. it'll be Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Miles before he joking You're about five years out Yeah Okay that's Ooh. fine <laughs> I get a fright When you were laughing there mm. uh, Let off What a let off No I think that would be mm. That would be going some Yep um, I must admit Right uh, You were settling down Just to watch that game Last night weren't you Yeah Livingston Aberdeen um, Doesn't look great But is there much you can do When the no, rain comes down I, so heavy No uh, Referees come in For a bit of criticism I think he gave it Every opportunity uh, He spoke to the two managers And the two managers said When they were doing Their interviews Gordon That they agreed with the man uh, the, the referee's decision um, So Unfortunately for Aberdeen It's a long trip down uh, and Livingston were desperate for a game to be on because mm. they're in such such great form just now. So unfortunately for the players and everyone concerned, um, it just didn't go ahead. And it yeah, was a right decision. You don't, you don't get to hear from referees too often. Here's what Stephen McLean had to say on it. It was playable on arrival, so any discussion around an earlier pitch inspection would have been of no benefit whatsoever. The weather conditions then deteriorated, and during the warm up, players from both sides reported that they felt the pitch was unsafe and they had problems with their footing so I agreed and spoke to both clubs and said what I'll do is I'll conduct a pitch inspection after the warm-ups concluded we then done that and then had a conversation with representatives of both clubs and we agreed that the, the pitch was unsafe to start the match and then that, unfortunately it's really late in the day it's disappointing it's, it's the last thing we want to do but player safety has to be has to be the number one priority um, the only saving grace No fans Because that would have been Ridiculous disruption For people who had travelled down um, Spare a thought For our reporter Dave Galloway Right who, That's three games 
Three games in ten days oh. that he, And by the way He lives miles away Right He's way north of Aberdeen Three games in ten days He's been at the stadium And then the game that's a Has been one. off So he was that's at, he was at the original Livy Aberdeen So that's now twice mm-hmm. And then Tannadice At the weekend And, uh, and what I like about Dave Is he always posts uh, A picture of his pre-match meal And you can't, but do, you that can't do that anymore Exactly Yeah ah, um, Shame for Dave <laughs> Yeah Bit of a shame <laughs> Dave. I'm loving it The only other thing would be That we're now Because It always promised to be Quite a difficult Season anyway With you know getting fixtures put in And, and any potential um, Covid difficulties And all the rest of it So um, At least we've managed to Rearrange a couple of fixtures Mark today The news come out Because yeah. that Saturday The 30th of January Was looking like a bit of a washout For us on this show Because it was meant to be The Scottish Cup The Scottish Cup has been Postponed for a little while um, And now fixtures among them The, the, the Celtic St Mirren game mm-hmm. Is going to go ahead on that day Yeah It's the correct thing to do You know We're just chatting about at 10 minutes ago How we're struggling For dates with fixtures But with the Scottish Cup Not going ahead Yep it's a, it's a correct thing to do To move these games And and the other ones You know like this one Well Yeah We get it's not ideal For players playing Two and three games A week at times But We've just got to find a way Unfortunately It's a, a unique season We'd much rather The games be on Than not on And I'm sure uh, When the the, the heads of the, the organisation get together They'll find dates to squeeze it and, and players would rather play games and Yeah so that, that, that. that Saturday the 30th now Has a, a pretty healthy Premiership card Celtic St Mirren uh, Dundee United Hibs Kelly St Johnson Livy Aberdeen I think All according to this uh, SPFL website Down to To take place on that day Let's bring in Andrew in Wish us See what he's got for us Hi Andrew Hi how you doing guys Not bad at all What's your point tonight? My point tonight is I think Rangers could be doing with strengthening the midfield with Arfield and Jack out with the recurring injury and I don't think Zungu has really been given an opportunity or really up to scratch with the Scottish game. I reckon the last all-form game we were kind of short of runners with, and a wee bit fight in midfield with, with them doing it. So I just think maybe bringing in an extra something in the engine room to see us to the end of the season would be beneficial. Is this not the perfect time to get Zungu more game time though, Andrew? Because I know Arfield and, and Jack are injured, but I don't think they're particularly long term. No, I don't think it. Well, Jack's really had the uh, recurring injuries all, all season, even from when the Scotland camp. Uh, Arfield, I feel very rarely gets injured, but I just think, according to how important it is this season, I think wouldn't it hurt them? They have maybe, I don't know, maybe if they've got somebody pre-contract lined up for the summer, maybe they could get in the new, but just think an extra body in there, one they really call them, and somebody with a wee bit more experience, just to help them over the line. That's, that's all I was thinking, because I've been hearing names like Lundstrom and Daniel Johnson for Preston and Sheffield United. It was just, that's all yeah. I, I was just thinking. Mark? I think you make a good point Gordon When uh, you say about Zungu Now You bring Zungu in We're chasing after him uh, Took a wee while to get there It is The time to play him Really When you're You know Holding midfield player Is injured And he may take a couple of weeks To get back Up to speed The pressure is off You know You want Zungu Going into next season Being far more developed And More comfortable In his surroundings Than he is at the minute and that means playing in games you, I, th- I believe you only get that From playing in games Being involved with the first team every week I don't think he's going to get that Sitting on the bench And just training with the first team And what better time to play him than now um, 
You know, you bring another one in um, who is of equal quality, then maybe pushes Zungu down the pecking order. And when do you play him then? You know, you've lost a kind of commodity already. So I think if you're Stephen Gerrard, you've got the ideal replacement sitting right there in your squad. Can't disagree with that. Uh, I know where the call is coming from, but I just think that, you know, as a squad player, you wait for players that unfortunately may be injured or suspended to get your opportunity. And I think he's won. Uh, I think he's a very, very good player, Gordon. He just needs games. He needs to time to settle into the Scottish game. And you get that by playing. So, look, I, I keep going back to it, and Mark was the same. If it's something exceptional that they can't refuse, then they'll certainly get into the transfer market. I don't think they're in such a rush just now. Andrew, this weekend, do you see any difficulties at all, or does that winning run just roll on? Uh, you never know. It's 11 versus 11 at the end of the day. The only thing I would say about Zungu is I feel Zungu is more like a holding midfield player. I was more like somebody that could drive forward, okay. like your outfield that would get into the box. That's what I was thinking. Just mm. somebody that gives you that option because Ruth's at the new and all. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, just, fair enough. Just um, cover <laughs> absolutely no problem with that Andrew in Wisher 01419511025 That is the number you need You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB um, Mostly just about you On Beat the Pundit The tweets oh, if, I'm being, if I'm being honest um, So we don't need to worry about that Too much uh, At the moment uh, Let's hear a bit from Jim Goodwin I did say that that St Mirren Appeal was ongoing at the moment So understandably Not a great deal he could say in advance But he was asked about it I'm just going to refrain from saying anything at all because uh, it's too big a deal and if I say something stupid that's going to go against us then um, it's probably best I don't so we'll just have to be patient and, and hope for the best that's all we can do uh, Jim Goodwin though also talking about the fact that the lower leagues have been put on hold in the Scottish Cup and I know there's a lot of uncertainty he says it does make sense though to put it all on hold at the moment I mean look it's really Difficult, obviously, for the, the part-time teams and, and um, the lower league teams, you know, financially, they're struggling as it is. Um, and with the part-time boys out working during the day, you know, it's impossible for them to maintain any kind of bubble, you know. And uh, I think it's a sensible decision at this moment in time with the way things are going with the pandemic and, um, you know, the numbers seem to be creeping in the wrong direction. I think a postponement of that particular competition at the moment is is the right thing to do. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm talking about the, the Scottish Cup there when I'm when I'm talking about that. And obviously, uh, with regards to the lower leagues, again, I think it's the sensible thing to do because um, you know it's far too difficult to to keep a handle on things at that level with the guys going out to work during the day and then coming into to play football. And the last thing any of us want is the is to spread throughout the game and then we end up having to. You know, call all the leagues off Some of the teams who have been affected by this Though Falkirk among them, Mark and, and various others Not happy uh, with the decision It's maybe difficult when we're looking at it from the outside What do you what do you make of it? Well I think for the those teams like Falkirk and, and maybe Thistle and things like that we, we thought that may have been the case before the season started How their budgets were greater than than the rest of the, the teams in the league And, and could afford maybe tests and so on and so forth But um, I think it's the correct decision I think Jim's spot on there It's trying to keep a handle on On the part-time players That's the most difficult point Now when we reported back for pre-season I found it incredibly difficult To to keep a handle on everyone That was just things like Getting to the training ground Now these guys go out to work 
if you're then going into a, a Scottish Cup tie against people who are in a bubble and testing, it goes against everything that the government's saying. I don't think there was any choice but to to call off these um, these leagues and the Scottish Cup for the time being. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for the the lower divisions, Gordon, I feel for them. Uh, I feel for the players that are missing out. But I think it is the correct decision. Uh, I've got to say that and put the Scottish Cup in hold just now, because we're really, you know, with the the fact of the bubbles that the Premier League have got, it's a lot lot safer, and uh, we've got to try and continue our football, and hopefully we can get the Scottish Cup back again. Um, and the lower league players that will probably be sitting there missing their football, desperate to get back. Well, once again, get back onto that green grass. Okay, 01419511025. He's <laughs> got all Tom Jones on us there. Um, <laughs> get your get your calls in. Still plenty of time to talk football. I want to talk to you about this first, though. Very important. Clyde one. Show me the money. Yes, another winner today in our brand new game. Show me the money, Layla. Uh, and her wife Linda from Corburn's Path took home £15,000 She's a chef who's been working through the pandemic Grafting away And they were both due to go to Jamaica last year uh, So the money, very much appreciated Let's listen uh, to the moment that we told her Oh my god, I just won £15,000 Yeah, that's <laughs> Wow Yeah, dancer, that's an understatement Now the good news is there's even more cash for you to win tomorrow uh, And remember if you've entered already You do stay in the draw until the end of the month So our next game is worth twenty grand, £20,000 How many trips to the United States of Arab could you go? Not, just, not just now With, not just with now. twenty grand. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you want to be in with a shout Text YES to 61025 That's YES, Y-E-S to 61025 The texts are £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website After 5 tomorrow Gary Spence will make a phone call And to win All you need to do is answer your phone Within 5 rings It's that simple The 20 grand would be yours How good would that be? So to play Show Me The Money Right now Text YES to 61025 Number 1 for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Still time for you to pick up the phone 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB Matthew in the Isle of Man Is who sent your question in tonight So thank you uh, to Matthew Your question is Since the 2010-11 season 10 players have played for either Rangers or Celtic Who've made 20 or more appearances For an African Nation Now what a response to this on Twitter So many people are taking part Gary, Robert, Colin Johnson, Thomas Brooks Darren Hodgson, Stuart Ferguson uh, Loads of them throwing in some really good answers um, What have you got? So before the break, what did you give me? Wanyama Is that the only one? Wow, you've got, you've got work to do then oh, no. Effie Ambrose Yeah uh, Yes, 51 caps for here's, Nigeria Here's one for the uh, up-to-date one Leon Balogun, Nigeria Yes, well done. Good one, Daz. Well done. Yeah, Julian Balligan. Yep. Okay. Well done. El Hadj Diouf. Yes, seventy caps. Oh, Senegal. Yes, yes. Um, well, Bagheera. Is he one? Yes, seventy oh. caps for Algeria. Yep. Yes. Another one. Turi. Maybe. Call the Turi. Yeah, just the hundred and twenty caps for the Ivory Coast just for him. He's, he's struggling. Yeah. Hamdami. No. Many <laughs> that we've got. Mm. What about um? Bobo Baldi uh, No No Who's he play for? He's not there Don't you worry Don't don't concern yourselves 
Og her er efter trævle. Elke Døde er sådan noget, der er i Yes. I oh, oh, shout. 46 caps. Dad well said done. to me during the break, who's that? No, I didn't know. Who is El Kaduri? Says he'd 46 caps, that boy. Um, tweets coming in about the actual football, which is um, interesting. Daniel, on the, the point from before the break, Daniel, Daniel says Zungu's only alone until the end of the season. So it's a good argument for new midfielders for Rangers, um, possibly this window. Um, what do you make of that? Um, I keep saying I don't think that they're in a hurry to get in, Gordon. I think that January is always a sort of a it's a hard it's a hard window because it's usually players that other clubs are wanting rid of. Uh, that's not. I think there's an option though, isn't there, to extend it? So I wonder if that. Really yeah, do you not think that makes the the case even to play stronger more. to yeah. play him? You know, yeah. if he's on loan, give him the opportunity. Yeah, you're you're that far ahead. You're 21 points ahead. Ryan Jack, you know, not up to full speed. That's the time to see him You're not going to see him in reserve games Or you're not going to learn anything from him in reserve games Put him in He, he could be an absolute star And then you take up the option in the summer uh, Right I think there is still time to squeeze a call in Yeah I would say so 01419511025 Producer Chris um, is just going to line one up for us I'm just wondering if there's anything else uh, That we've missed um, Nicky Clark signed a contract extension At Dundee United Did you see that today? We had his teammate on Lauren Shanklin Taking the, yeah. the headlines oh, this week What a goal that was How good was that? Unbelievable strike Yeah, uh, yeah. And you know I've heard some comments He's he's stuck at their own club And he deserves better Maybe so But um, the boy has some talent um, Dundee United's a good club though To be at uh, And Nicky Clark Proves that by signing Resigning Good signing I'd love to see you try and kick it that far I couldn't kick it off I know you couldn't That's, 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 that's probably a par 3 for me I would need to lay up, lay up. Uh, Mark is in the city centre Hi Mark How you doing Paro? Is alright? Not bad at all How are you? Good I'm not so bad Good. It's just the, the coverage this week I'm sick of the back teeth Listening about Celtic Going to Dubai Etc 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 And for one I'm really Delighted with the Statement that Peter Lowell Came out way yesterday I actually watched it myself um, Rangers have actually bet Celtic, we've went to Petodre, we've went to Easter Road, to Marmot, we've went on our travels. We've actually won this league this season. This isn't Celtic's flung a league away. This is um, too much spotlight but only one team this week. It's um, should be another team as far as I'm concerned. Well Mark, do you know what? I, I, I love to be Surprised And you're the first Rangers fan We've spoken to Who's fed up of hearing about Dubai Because the rest are absolutely Dining out on it So you might want to have a word With your fellow Rangers fans Because that's um, That's what drives a lot of it Because as much as Everybody's having a A good old chuckle to themselves One thing's certain Rangers are not getting Accolades that they deserve Celtic were over in Dubai To try and get a Sporting advantage if you like To get their Weather training camp Etc etc all the pictures that come out with him sitting poolside and everything else. I want to go on the record to say that when Rangers did lift this title, we wouldn't have beat a team of drunks so sitting about a pool. Oh, steady, Mark. Listen, listen. Look, there's certain lines you just can't cross, Mark. That you know that you can't judge that from a picture. So I'd urge you to take that back. Um, we'll deal with what was a, the semblance of a serious point before that. Um, I disagree with what Mark's saying there about Rangers haven't had the accolades they of deserve. They have. We, we have. have Wax lyrical yeah, yeah there you go On this show About it And how good Rangers have been Exceptional I, I stood here last week Last Thursday Praising them for Their defence How It's extraordinary How they, they Up until that point They'd only conceded five goals And at the other end They had the killer instinct To put teams away So 
I mean, Mark's, you know, hearing what he wants to hear. The talking point, yes, is Celtic. It has been calamitous, but we have equally mm. built Rangers up and rightly gave them gave I mean, them the credit they deserve. I mean, Mark's right that Celtic have had all the headlines, Gordon, but I'm not sure how Mark envisages this panning out where Celtic make the huge decision to go to Dubai. 13 players then can't play. Neil Lennon can't take part in the game. We've got a shadow team that has to play against Hibs. As if the headline writers would then say... Ah, but look, Rangers need more credit, so you know we'll just talk about that instead. That's just not the way conversation works. And like I said, I am bombarded on Twitter every night by Rangers fans who would go as far to say, "Don't talk about us. Not interested. Want to hear about, about yeah, them?" And yeah, that, that's, the that's what rivalry is. Of course it is, and Rangers fans are loving it because Celtic are getting all the the wrong headlines. Rangers are getting all the good headlines. Gordon, deservedly so. Uh, so I sort of I disagree with Mark in that um, sense that you know we're not bombing up Rangers. You know we've we've spoke about Rangers and achievements and what what's happened this year. Uh, had, every know, single up until night. now, I think Stephen Gerrard has pretty much been cleaning up Manager of the Month. I think it's been a Rangers player every month. The, the recognition is there. Yeah, of course, of course it is. Um, and Celtic, like if it was roles reversed. Uh, and it was Rangers Rangers begin all the negative stuff as well That's just it happens at Celtic just now But Rangers deserve all the credit And we know that and everybody Even Celtic fans have come on here And, and said that Rangers deserve credit For the way they've handled their cell this season The way they've played And the points tally don't lie By the way, if anyone was to say oh, Celtic only won that league because Rangers went uh, Rangers only won that league because Celtic went to Dubai Then fine, I think Mark's point would stand Of course that, yeah. that wouldn't be the case But I'm not sure anyone's actually saying that. They're just focusing on what is a what has been a huge They're not. And mistake if, from if Celtic. As yeah. Peter Law will acknowledge. Yeah, and if we didn't talk about the mistake that Celtic had made, <laughs> we'd have Rangers fans and fans of other exactly. club on here saying why he's not talking about that. It's a huge talking point, but it doesn't detract from how good Rangers have been and everything that they've done right. Daz was just talking about it early in the show, how they recruited early. They got their business done early on the transfer window and everything has fitted into place. Huge credit. Then the team, how they've played, how they've rotated throughout the season and the results they've got and, you know, their defensive record, I keep saying it, is extraordinary. You're the one who I think last week on the show said because of that defensive record, you actually can see them... Yeah. Going on yeah. to be unbeaten Do you stand by that? Of course I think when you tick Big games off Week after week Celtic At Ibrox Not at your best But still winning Pataudry The following week Probably back to What you're expecting But comfortable At Pataudry How can you deny That it's not possible It is there In black and white The stats support it The way the team's playing Supports it And it's definitely on It's only Rangers Obviously to give up And that's why I said The pressure It's on them is internal It's in their dressing room Brought on by themselves And that's sometimes A good thing to have This stage on a Thursday Late on a Thursday Is when we kind of Start looking directly At the games this weekend If you're Celtic And you've had all this drama From Dubai And you've had Peter Lawwell And you, ultimately you're without All those players If you were to try and Hand pick your next fixture I'm not sure it would be Eight wins in a row Livingston No No not at all uh, And we keep writing Livy off I stand here every Saturday Thinking this will be the one That Livy loses um, and they never seem to lose It's it's quite remarkable Celtic With things going badly Against them May have to play Some young boys again Against a team Who have won Correct me Is it nine At the last ten Or something Along those lines Is a tall order um, Speaking to a couple of people Through the week Who are 
tipping Celtic not to lose the game. Now that's that's something in itself. I mean, not it's still to lose at, the game. It's still at Celtic Park, Gordon. Mm-hmm. They will still, if it, you know, the other night's anything to go by. They're still. Decent number of defenders and midfielders there Just perhaps a bit lacking in an attacking sense That'd be my only worry for Celtic at the weekend Gordon Livingston will make it very difficult Dave Martindale's done a terrific job He'll come there with a game plan Full of confidence uh, With the results that he's getting I think what helps him as well The fact the game got called off last night um, His players will be fresh going into Celtic Park But you're right, it's still Celtic Park You've still got to go and handle playing against if you look at the midfield especially You look at Duffy at the back I know that he's had a torrid time But he's been a big player in England On big money The defence is half decent um, But once again I just look at the front line And it took a absolute wonder Free kick from David Turnbull I just don't see apart from a set play Where Celtic will get will get the goals Gordon to be honest It surprises me as well Um when they're looking for creativity and goals that Dembele, young Dembele doesn't play more a part now. I know he's still young, but he's been hailed as, you know, the next best thing. I think he is he seventeen just now. Yep. Now, that's young, but he can still play. I'm surprised he's getting, you know, very few minutes on the pitch. Right, how many more have you got to go on this teaser? Yeah, I've got one. Right, go for it. Up to date one. Joe Rebo? No. Oh well I've well, not done. got one now. Big build up there. Uh, Kuyasi, Abu? No. No. Many have we got Gordon to go? I don't know Two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got seven three, Right, yeah. okay Eight, ten yeah, One, three two, to get. three, four, five, six, right, seven, eight, eight, nine. No, we better start getting round them Right, well there's a Rangers one And he actually was here in the, the Stephen Gerrard era But you've just forgotten about him I think he probably came in Must have been a loan deal, short term Ojo No, central midfield player uh, No, I don't know Quickly Played for Mali 20 times, no Initials Lasana Koulibaly Remember him Ah oh, uh, You've got Kuduri Wanyama You've got Ambrose Touri Only one uh, In fact This guy was in the teaser The other night 58 caps for Ghana Celtic player under Ronnie Dyla He was just on it In fact last night I think How he managed to make it In two nights in a row I don't know Different question Should I listen last night now mm. Well funnily enough The initials are MW And last night Andy Halliday went oh, Mark Wilson As a joke And it's obviously not you MW Um uh, <laughs> Mubarak Wakaso oh, oh, I would never have And who's the guy We've just been talking about Plays for Rangers at the moment Did you get him already? Who? Yeah, Balogun The other one We've just been talking about Rangers midfield Jungu? Yeah You get him already? Yeah Oh, that's fine Just mate I think that's you Thank you <laughs> We're back tomorrow Six o'clock We'll speak to you then Callum Gallagher is up next You'll wait to book flights To United <laughs> States of well, Yeah, I'm off.